Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and we're going to fill our wizard cup with beer. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we are the Drunk Guys. And this week we are reading Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire by J.K. Rowling. And starting with this beverage, because we have a few today, this is called Super Sick Spells by McKellar San Diego. It is an 8% alcohol Imperial IPA. It's kind of on the... Uh, it's an American Imperial Pale Ale. Less... Oh, it's American Imperial it says, Pale Ale? It says American Imperial India Pale Ale. Oh, okay. I don't know what that means. Yeah, nor I. I don't know what the American in that context means. It's not super hoppy, I'll say that. It's very bright. Yeah, it's, it's a lighter it's got thing a for 8%. It's ha! You know, like that. Makes you feel like that. <laughs> like magic? <laughs> <laughs> so, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire is the... We just found out before recording, the only Hugo-winning entry in the Harry Potter series. Won the Best Novel Award in 2001 when the book came out, I guess. Which was a really, really big deal when the book came out. Not the Hugo so much, but this, the release of this book. Because the first three books mm-hmm. kind of came out, maybe not at the same time, but certainly by the time anyone I knew knew about Harry Potter, all three books were already out. This was probably the first one people had to really wait. Yeah. So the first books came out in, like, whatever, 96 in the States or 97? Maybe 98. I don't even know, actually. I have but no idea. they were out when I was in, like, seventh grade. That's when I read them. Someone was like, you should read these books. I really like them. There's three of them. There's more coming out. Okay. And of course, loved it in middle school. And then they're you like, burn through them the, in two days. When's the next one coming out? And it's like, uh, 2001. It's like, well, that's the fucking future. <laughs> that's a different millennium. I'm going to read that me? in my flying car <laughs> with my jetpack on the moon. <laughs> so then it uh, came out and uh, you had to wait a long time. And of course, not, it, it sold out at stores. You know, you had to. Some people, this is the first time where people. Again, that I know of, at least, we're re- reserving copies or like ordering it online, or waiting online overnight yeah. at a bookstore. Man, ridiculous! Books. It? it might be the last time, that, or like maybe the seventh book was the last time that happened. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Really? No. <laughs> I thank God that that's not true. So anyway, <laughs> big book, and I remember like going to the bookstore, the uh, Borders, because I was visiting someone who was summer vacation when the book came out, and they had a pile of the books. I was like, oh. Amazing and picked it on up, and, and it was like, Holy shit, this is the biggest book I've ever seen in my life because it's like it's, 730 pages or something. It's like enormous. That. And, the, and the digital one, it was like 890 or some shit. Jeez. Um, I mean, there are you know, yeah, small, whatever it's, it's, it's in the 700s. The typeface is quite readable, so it was like a quick 800 pages, but still, it's like, Well, it's long. It is. And for uh, I just finished eighth grade when the book came out, it was certainly the longest book I even thought about reading, yeah. and I read it in like four days, of course, because. It's all I did, and it was awesome. I hadn't read it. Like, I hadn't read it since I read them when they were, when I was young, and I read it again for this. I read the whole thing in a day. I was like, "God damn, this is still great." It is really fun. <laughs> it is really fun. And then you finished it in two thousand one. You're like, "Great." When's the next one? Two thousand and three. In my Mars colony. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. We'll be past Jupiter by then. <laughs> so yeah, so it was a big, exciting thing when it came out. Nate, you were not into it when the books came out. Nope. Nate was already forty two, so he was not <laughs> interested in that. <laughs> No, I remember. His kids were too old. I remember when Potter Mania hit, and I was like, by that time, I was seventeen or eighteen, and I was like, I am. Everybody's doing that. I'm not going to do that. I, that's the age I was. I was. I not you. everybody's doing it. I need to get that too. No, everybody's doing that. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do. That. So, I mean, the book starts off with the uh, usual. The usual Harry living with his prick adoptive parents, the 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 Dushleys. It becomes like less comic and less like this is actually just abuse. Yeah, but it also shrinks in size in the books, too. It's just kind of like, and then uh, Harry waited for his... He doesn't live under the stairs anymore. Right, they gave him like a shitty room. This is the time, though, in this book. This is when 
what's his name? The other fat kid. He's on a diet. Dudley. 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 He's on a diet, and everybody is so fucking miserable because all he can eat is like one grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> That's like his meal. But Harry has all these cakes hidden away in a magic box upstairs. But then uh, Harry. So, but then Harry quickly is like, "Yeah, I'll go. I want to. I'm going to go to the." Quidditch Look. World Cup with the Weasleys. How, let's face it. The Weasleys are poor as shit. How'd they get tickets? I think they had to explain. There was a them. connection. Oh, his, his dad works for the government, and he got them through a friend or some shit. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So they go, they watch, uh, was it Ireland versus Nepotism. Bulgaria? Ireland versus Bulgaria. An odd pairing. Well, you know, I mean. I, I don't know how the wizard teams normally fare. Yeah, I don't know how you seed into the, <laughs> the Quidditch World Cup. Well, they said, like, someone else had, like, like uh, India had just lost, and someone else had just lost. Like, oh, it was an upset, and. So now we have Ireland and Bulgaria. Hmm. And they go to watch that, and you learn another cool magical thing, which definitely won't reappear later in the book, the port key, which is so strange. They all are just marching up to this hill to touch a piece of garbage, basically. I forget. It's a boot. It's, yeah, and they're like, go touch that piece of shit, and that will magically take you to this special location. And uh, okay, this is, I live in a magic world. Let me do that. Yep, everything makes sense now. Why, why wouldn't they pick something less disposable? You know, like something... Somebody might pick it up by accident and just throw yeah, it like, away. Yeah, like a muggle might walk by and like, ooh, mm-hmm. free Well, boot. they said that they, uh, around the stadium, because they built a full-size arena stadium for Quidditch. They said Quidditch they, pitch. Yeah, they like a, a pitch, yes. And they put magic around it so that every time a muggle would walk by, they'd suddenly remember they had a very important appointment and they had to leave. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so it's ridiculous. Cu- it's, it's cute. For sure. It is, sure. So then they go and they watch the game, and um, does Bulgaria win? Or does the game oh. not even finish? No, the Weasleys bet on Ireland to win, but Bulgaria to catch the snitch. Oh, yeah, because it's all weird fucking gambling. You can do it. rules. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, guy, the, snitch, the, the guy is, like, taking bets, the guy who comes in later. Who the fuck? I don't remember who the fuck he is. So uh, the game ends, and then something bad happens. There's total mayhem. And that's the name of this beer from KCBC, the... Kings County Brewers Collective. It is a thing brewed in collaboration with Mayhem Sandwiches. I don't know what that really means, <laughs> but it's an IPA that's six point three percent alcohol. Is there a slice of bread inside of it? I don't know. I hope there's a yeah. I hope so. there's an entire Reuben in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not much beer. It's just a whole pastrami sandwich. So all of a sudden, there's total mayhem because the dark mark appears in the sky, and it has not been seen in thirteen years. And then a bunch of like. Essentially, wizard KKK people are walking around fucking with muggles and make them fly through the air and light shit on fire. Yeah, which is what Voldemort basically was. This is a nice beer, by the way. It smells beautiful. The taste is not total mayhem. No, it's really nice. I got like a coconut kind of flavor out of this. Or pineapple, something tropical. I would go with grapefruit more than pineapple. Yeah. I'm stuck on pineapple or coconut. That's I can't figure out what it is, but something reminds me of those. I don't know. So then the wizard KKK leaves. Well, the dark mark is Voldemort's, I'm sorry, he who must not be named sign. It's a big skull with a snake coming out the mouth. And it just kind of appears in the sky. And everyone's like, oh, fucking shit. Not again, Voldemort. And they freak the fuck out. And Harry's like, what's that? Because he doesn't know anything. And nobody ever tells him the whole story. I feel like he could read a fucking book. He's like the kids in Never Let Me Go. They tell him just enough just to enough, get him to just stick enough around. for the reader to learn with him. Yeah. It could have explained a lot more to him early on. It could have given him, like, here's a history of the Voldemort I feel Wars like They book. could have summed it up in, like, one chapter. Yeah, but no. Got to, got to peter it out. Peter it out. Um, so they see the thing, and everyone's like, oh, God damn it, who, what happened? And they find, um, whose elf is it? Winky. Who, who owns the elf, though? I forget. Barty. Barty Crouch's elf? Barty Crouch's elf. Winky. 
uh, which is one of the uh, Teletubbies, and it is holding Harry's wand, right? And yeah, and they're like, let's let's do this magic forensics thing we never talked about before, where you could just see the last spell cast by this wand. Priori incantum, but they're faux Latin. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, he just did the dark mark with this, but this dark markius. Uh, I think it's Moore's Mord. Isn't that what the, co- the word is? Maybe, yeah. Which, like, eat death or something like that. In Marky Mark? That's... <laughs> <laughs> she was getting some not good vibrations out of that wand. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't think of a single other Marky Mark. It doesn't have any others. Well, then the Funky Bunch realizes <laughs> that this wand has been used to cast a spell, and they're like, oh, bad elf, you're fired, right? They're like, they Manumit the elf and the she, elf is like, he, please he gives, no. he gives her some clothes to free, free her. But the elves, for some reason, are just like genetically like, I have to be a slave. Holy shit, what am I going to do now? They have, I mean, it's, it's, like, a, it's like a confederate dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, please, please don't free me. I, I want to work I for you. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> she is freed and she ends up working at Hogwarts. We um, learn much later. Oh, yeah, sorry. That's really not important. It's a, it's a running subplot that they completely they omitted from the film. Because it's, it's stupid. Dumb as yeah, it's so dumb. But, all right. All right, then they go to school. Yep. And then the yep. year starts. As usual, the year starts, and there's a conflict. And there's a And it'll new, be easily resolved by the end of the year. And just <laughs> like um, every other year, there's a new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. Who is and this year, it's a total badass named Mad-Eye Moody. Yeah, he's, a, he's an auror. He's a, like a wizard bounty hunter. Dog. <laughs> the wizard bounty hunter. And uh, he has one googly eye. He has, he has one magic yeah. eye that spins around all the time and can see everything. See, like, but like better than regular eyes. Like, like see through women's clothes and shit. That's why he says it doesn't do that, but it does that. That's like, it's all it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the point. <laughs> Don't worry, girls. I can't see through your panties. Well, he also can see through the back of his own head, so he can creep easily. Yeah. But he's Mad-Eye Moody. He's a famous badass guy. And he's like, his entire body's covered in scars. He must have looked like a ball sack to be covered in he scars. pretty probably like Brendan Gleeson did in the movie. That's true, man. <laughs> he just looked... Oh, that's... Yeah, that's accurate. In the movie, the, the magic guy is really silly looking, actually. Well, they have it, like, on a strap. Or he looked like Camille Preaker. Oh. Well, that's, that was a very, very ornate scars. Yeah, for sure. Though they're magic, so it's possible. Yeah. It just says, ouch, all over him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just magic spells right in there. Though they never say, why was he covered in scars? They're casting magic at each other. They're not fucking stabbing each other. Well, I guess that's the other thing. And they used the, thing, the killing right? curse only, well, so he should just be dead. It was like, oh, it just grazed me. I but, got a boo-boo. Yeah, they have all sorts of other things, and you can like try to deflect crap, and they turn into like lightsaber bullet things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, there is a big like inconsistency in the book the book series about how magic works in that uh, it works like magic it works however you want it to work <laughs> yeah. right there's no rhyme or reason to it and there's spells that are bad like i think we talked about this with azkaban right there's a spell that can just kill a person which is the worst spell you could do well, that's they go into but, all of them here but you could also cast a spell to just make an explosion and kill a dozen people and that's not worse that's forgivable killing someone is unforgivable right so mad eye moody is the defense against the dark arts teacher and he teaches the kids the real shit yeah he's like i'm gonna is like scared straight magic class. Yeah, which is how probably you, maybe that's how will you be able to defend yourselves if you've never seen it? So, but we've actually left out a big part of the, the plot. central plot. The central part. Yes, yeah. yes, we'll get to that. But uh, <laughs> well, leaving that out would be the name of the spear. A terrible idea. It is a hazy IPA that Jimmy brought. Why, Jimmy? Uh, well, 
Originally, it was for the central plot point that we skipped over, so let's go back, and then I'll say why. Okay. So the most important thing is that they announce a new event at the school that has not been held in 202 years. They're going to have the Triwizard Tournament, where... A bunch of children are going to compete in things that can probably kill them. And that's a terrible idea. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who makes this? Uh, Is that looking? 21st Amendment. Oh, cool. There's like a caveman on it. In conglomeration with fieldwork brewing. So they have the Triwizard Tournament, and they're like, we're going to, you can enter anybody who, you have to be a certain age. You have to be or, over, or, uh, you have to be over 17? 17, yeah, yep. like a senior, basically. And so Dumbledore makes a magic spell where you can't get across the line if you're over 17, if you're under 17, I mean. And the Weasleys and so, try to cheat. The Weasleys do try and cheat because they want to do it. Anyway, and so, but not only are there, uh, this new, this tournament's going to happen, but also there are kids from other schools. No, well, they're going to have exchange students. Yeah, basically. Who? Why the tournament needs to take all year? Who knows? Yeah, but like, why, why they seem to have one event which takes an all of an hour? Yeah, and, and they don't have another one months. for months. <laughs> and you and you get a clue to try to figure out what, what the next the, event is. Next event, but is. no one works on it until the day before because they're still students. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! I, could, I, I could wrote the be killed in this, but I'll I'll get around to it. Yeah. So they have students from. Uh, Two new places in the Harry Potter world, the like super German sounding school Durmstrang, which which oh. makes which makes evil wizards. Yeah, the, the dark wizards come out of there, oh, even darker than Slytherin. Ooh, and then there's the floofy French school, Bobatons. Bobatons, which means beautiful sticks. Mm. Yeah, that is what it means. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's probably that. like wands, but I like sticks better. <laughs> oh, yeah, wands. I was wondering why, because she didn't just like pick that out of her ass. But Durmstrong, that must mean something too, right? I mean, her names, the names she comes up with are usually pretty like obvious. Like all the, all the spells are like, uh, it's fake Latin. And the, the girl from, from Beaubaton, her name is Fleur de la Cour. Yeah. Flower Flower of the heart. Yeah. Heart flower? Yeah. Yeah, you know, heart flower. Uh, so yeah, there's, uh, well, I guess we'll just open it now. There are new schools. <laughs> oh, God. And the French kids arrive in a magic flying carriage, and the evil kids arrive in a boat. A, fly, a magic, yeah, boat that could somehow a get into a lake. Boat like submarine. A, it's a, a, it, it, magic. A totally landlocked lake. They could just sw- sail into that somehow. It's a submarine boat. It's, uh, it went through the Earth's core <laughs> and came back out up in that boat, up in that lake. So this is Southern Tier. Uh, we discussed the last one, actually. New, oh, yeah. I really, really it was dug good. that. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Super nice, hazy IPA. Not too bitter. It wasn't a terrible idea after all. <laughs> I guess that's the moral of the story there. Let's see how this new school, ooh, spelled like new metal. So, I don't know. Uh, school we, spelled like you didn't go to one. Didn't we have this one already? I believe we did this for the first Harry Potter. Because at that, that point, it was a new school for him. But mm-hmm. now, there are actually two new schools. This is also an IPA. So is this a double? No, not a double IPA. The other one was, uh, was a hazy IPA. This is a... It just says India Pale Ale, I think. India Pale Ale, yeah. It's also very nice. I have a clear preference, though. What do you guys think? New American hops with a tropical twist. Uh, they're different, but I would actually call them equally good. Like, they're not, the, they're not equal, but I would call them equally good. I really dig that, that terrible idea. This is, this is very good, I should say. This, one, this one's all right. I, I like the other one a lot better. So there's new school, these new kids, and a whole bunch of new characters, which is great because we kind of ran out of people at the end of the last book. And uh, also, before this book came out, J.K. Rowling kind of teased that someone was going to die. So before the book came out, everyone was kind of wondering, like, is she going to kill Ron? Is she going to kill Hermione? Is she going to kill Hagrid? 
And then she introduces a whole bunch of new people. Like, oh, one of them probably. Yeah, yeah probably one of them. And the new school people are really, really French or really, really Eastern European. Yeah. And uh, Victor Crumb was the guy on the Bulgarian. He was the seeker on the World Cup Quidditch team. And everyone's like, I have to fuck him. Yes, him and Even though he, he looks popular, like a yeah. monster. He's a Cro-Magnon wizard. Yeah. He's like basically a caveman. When he's like gangly and has giant eyebrows and he's just like, I don't know. But it was like, he, play, he plays Quidditch so good. He really knows how to handle that wood. I want to handle his bow baton. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, and then the, uh, who, oh, who, the principal that is the giant, clearly the giantess, but oh, won't admit which, it. Yeah. He's like in denial. Madame very Maxine. big boned. It's like, I'm just, my parents were very tall. <laughs> <laughs> she's like 20 feet tall. <laughs> yeah. But Hagrid is like, she's Hagrid sized. Yep. He's smitten. That's why he's like, yo, he there's is. another one of me. He's like, I'm not a giant. I'm like, bitch, you are. Though in this, they talk about how Hagrid's a giant, and the kids are like, I didn't know Hagrid was a giant. What? Well, he's half a giant. Yeah. No, I, I thought, we, yeah. Right? His dad the was, was the regular-sized human, so he must have just fucking... He climbed inside. Fell inside of that. <laughs> like, like, hello, hello, He hello. climbed up to the <laughs> cervix and just jacked off on it. <laughs> because the other way around, he'd be, they'd be, the woman would be dead. Well, her vagina was like a hot tub he would sit in. <laughs> the kids in this are like... I had no idea Hagrid was a giant. I thought he just got fucked up by like an Engorgio spell. I was like, really? He's he's a he's a giant. He's obviously a giant. He's like twelve feet tall. Giants giants are a thing in this universe. Yeah. But giants are not like giants are like troll things. Like they're kind of like yeah. stupid. They're and, mean. Yeah, and they're walk around loincloths. They, lo- they lost Hagrid's a war and had stupid. to leave. Hagrid is dumb as a bag of hammers. It's true. That's his giant half. So uh, all right. So those are the characters we meet, and then the the there's the the. The selection thing where people get to put their names in. Yeah, the magic goblet of fire. And it sh- yeah, the goblet of fire. The titular goblet of fire. It's really not important in the book, no. except for that one scene. Is it? I was thinking, I was just thinking, is it like that for the other uh, books? It's like, how they how they win the contest at the end. Right, that's the thing Which that turns. Into I thought the, the trophy it was a trophy, but it was a different cup, wasn't it? I thought, I, thought it was, it, I thought it was the same. I had to dry. I had to grab the Triwizard Cup. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It's like much more. It's much oh, more. It's fancier. a different one. It's like yeah. a trophy. Okay. It's literally just for the selection process. So, I mean, it's important in uh, the plot. It uh, gets everything going. Of the books, this has the title that has the least importance, actually, I think. They could have called it, like, Harry Potter and the Triwizard Tournament. Yeah, but that actually sounds kind of crappy. That sounds like fan fiction. Yes. Goblet of Fire sounds really cool. It sounds, it sounds much better. So, the, the, there's just, they're, they, people are all trying to figure out how to get their names in, who's going to enter, who's eligible, and Harry and Ron are like, one, we're stupid, and two, we're not old enough. That's too bad. In three years, we'll do it. And Harry's just like, there's no way I'll end up in this thing. Thank God I'm not going to be the center of attention for once. And then the names get spit out. And I don't remember the order, but it, you it's know. Vic- the, Victor Crumb. Yeah, the, is, the only names you've heard yeah. from the other schools. Guess who they are? You know, it's going to be Victor Crumb from Durmstrong. And then uh, Fleur de la Cure. From Beaubatons. And then Cedric. Uh, D- are you Diggory. digging this diggery? <laughs> Can you dig it? <laughs> Cedric Diggory. From Hogwarts, and everyone's like, "All right, great, let's go to bed now." And then the Goblet of Fire just kind of shits out another name, and they're like, "Oh, fourth oh, name, fucking who could this be? Fucking Harry Potter, you dick!" And it just says Harry Potter, and he's like, "But I didn't fucking even do it." But everybody else at Hogwarts is really jealous of him. They're really mad at him because they think he cheated, and that he just wants to be the center of attention. But he's actually trying not to, <laughs> for once. Yeah, because he kind of work. has a reputation and he habit. Does, he of doesn't doing really it. try. It just things keep happening to him. That's true, but he's so incompetent that he he just stumbles through <laughs> everything accidentally. He's like the luckiest person in the world. He is, yeah. 
So then he's like, fuck, I, I don't really want to do it. And they're like, no, the rules cannot be broken. If it said your name on a fucking piece of scrap paper. It's a magic bond. You have to do it. Because magic. Because, yeah, <laughs> you could say that for any point in the series. Why? Oh, ma- yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Fuck magic. That's the next episode. And we're going to drink all these beers because magic. Speaking of beer. Well, yeah, let's talk about how Harry actually participates in the contest. Terribly, it turns out. Terribly, yeah. Yeah. And, so uh, every doing? time, there, you know, for each of the three events, basically he gets a lot of help. Or he gets so some hints. Each of them is getting helped by like their respective teachers from each yeah, school. Sure. Everyone wants to win, so Although they will. There, there is kind of a throwaway line where somebody says, well, cheating is uh, does have a long history in the Triwizard Tournament. <laughs> somebody says, so clearly he's not the only one, but this beer is called Cheat to Win. <laughs> because in the tournament, they're not allowed to know what the fuck they're going to do next. They just have to show up and say, But they Good always luck. do. But they always do. Anyway, this is a uh, double dry hopped uh, IPA. Killsboro. 7.6%. Where is Killsboro? Killsboro? It's, um, it's in New York, isn't it? I think it's, it's in Brooklyn. It's in Brooklyn? Staten Island. Oh, fuck. Ew. Well, you know what? This just put Staten Island on a map because this is a damn good beer. Very nice. Really good. It's like juicy. This is, you this, don't, is, this is lovely. Yeah, you don't get any of that. It, it's like a, you could definitely call this a New England kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, this the first competition event is the... Um, well, Hagrid brings him out to let him cheat and discover what it is. Well, he's, it's, it's a, uh, they have to do something with dragons, right? And he's like, well, the other... I'm sure everybody else has already told their champion, so I'll yeah. tell you. But Dumbledore is not helping at all. He's so aloof. Mm-hmm. He's got other shit to worry about. Because he does believe that Voldemort is a real thing. Unlike all of everybody in the government. Right, but he still manages to let it happen in his school every year. Yeah, he's, it's, it's a terrible school. Really incompetent leadership. It's very hands-off. And so, the most dangerous place on the planet. Yeah, it's like... Uh, and it's, it's like, just going to get worse now. <laughs> yeah. It's as if the entire school year takes place on one of those uh, like Alaskan crab fishing boats. <laughs> like, the deadliest job per capita. For, every, every year is a season of Survivor. But yes. they don't get voted off. They just fucking get got <laughs> by magic. So they're like, all right, you got to um, get around this dragon. To get its egg, right? You get yeah, like a fake egg, a special steal, egg. Steal yeah. the fancy egg from the dragon, and the dragon is not going to be happy about that. I forget how the other ones do it. Like Cedric tries to like stun it. You, you sort of don't really find out. They just they everyone gets a throwaway line. Like Victor, they all do Victor it, gives man. it pink eye. <laughs> he farts he hits, in he its hits eye. It, he hits it with a conjunctivitis curse in the eye, which is the dragon's weak point. And like, oh, he gave it pink eye, and then he stole the egg. Okay, I, I, I guess. So Harry just goes like, "Hmm, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Let me cheat." And he summons his broomstick because he only knows two spells. He knows right, the Patronus. He, he had to practice yeah, yeah. all day just to manage this the, the one summoning spell. charm. Put a summoning charm on his broom. Achio broom firebolt, and his firebolt comes, and everyone's like, "Yeah, that's that's totally fair." And then he flies around the dragon and gets his egg. And he it, it's it's win, it's, it's really right. straightforward in the book. Like, he just goes up above it until it eventually just lifts off and he's like, okay, and he fl- goes under it and gets the egg. Well, because he's, he's used to have his seeking days and the, and the Quidditch pitch. Yeah. And then the egg is a clue. So they get points, I guess, based on who did it faster. They get, they get it's j- like figure skating. Yeah. They, get, they get a score from the right. judges. It's, like, it's both style and, and time. And then every judge is clearly cheating for their fucking yeah, person. Yeah, like, like the guy from Dorjan gives him like a 10. Also, you know, like the Eastern European judges in figure skating. Yes, totally. Or gymnastics. <laughs> yeah, gymnastics, yeah. So uh, he, I forget who he's in. The, he's not in the lead after this event. But he's in like second. Yeah, he's not dead last. I think uh, I think Cedric did shitty, right? 
Yeah, I think so. It doesn't matter at all. None of it matters. And um, now the next event is six months away. And they get the clue. The egg is like, here's a clue for what's going to happen, you know, after daylight savings ends. <laughs> so they get the egg and you open it up and it just screams. Horrible noises come out of it. Unintelligible gibberish. I'm like, fuck, that's not helpful. So then uh, I know there's other stuff, but I just want to get to the other event because then everything else doesn't matter. Because before <laughs> the, I think before the next wizard event. There's the winter shit. Yeah. I that's think is this for? where the dance is? Yeah, where the dance. The dance, yeah. Okay. They have, like, they have you, their you, formal robes for the dance, and each of the Triwizard competitors needs a, uh, a date that they can, you know, it's like the quarterback, you know, he's got to have a date so he can, like, plow someone after the dance. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I mean, these, both of these beers actually have to do with this, don't they? Mine, yeah, is, sure. mine is for the end of the dance. All no, right, mine's so from the beginning. So, okay, first, there's the very, you know, well, typical scene of the boys, like, it's like every John Hughes movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, uh, who do I ask? Oh, my God. And then sort of being idiots about it. And Oh, gosh. And Harry really wants to ask Cho Chang. Anyway, so this beer is called Siren Song for the wow, siren I, I thought that was Cho Chang. Totally for a different part. I, I oh, really? thought it was for the next event. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> really? This is actually pretty good, too, though. <laughs> That's actually what I, what I thought of. Oh, you mean with the underwater... The, the singing underwater people? <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's good, too. That's good, too. This is from Amagang. I think, I think mine's like, Wow, you found funnier. one that's so appropriate. <laughs> I, think, I think mine's funnier. I like yours but, better, but yeah. I just totally... Yeah. <laughs> so this is a dark ale brewed with figs and raisins by Amagang. Figs and raisins. I was going to say it smells a little bit like you get a lot of grape juice. You get a lot of dark fruit flavors out of this. Like cherry, like dark cherry. It is very tasty. It is. It, it is, is heavy. very rich. Fruity. Yeah, very I rich. Have a lot of this. Ooh, yeah. But it's not fruity in the like. You know, this is like pineapple kind of thing. You get some from some the IPAs. It's like very Oof. dark. This is. Uh, it's heavy, man. Heavy. This is. This would be way better on a colder day. Still a little unseasonably warm, and this would not be. This is. This is going to be heavy, and, and like I could feel it clogging my insides. Yeah. But it is, it is getting, very weighed, getting weighed down. It is like that Belgian kind of style thing. That's Amagang's shtick. And the figs and raisins are really a nice touch. You don't see those kind of ingredients in beers often. But it's heavy duty. So Harry wants to ask out Cho Chang because you know, he's got to think for Asian girls. And so then she's not, she's like, I'm um, sorry, I'm going with somebody else already. And then he's like, fuck. Well, I better ask out the first other ethnic girl I see. <laughs> I don't want to look racist. <laughs> Parvati. <laughs> Right, that's who we Her body, yeah. The the one Indian girl. Yeah. No, no. She has the twin. He says, "Can you bring your sister for Ron?" She's like, "Yep, <laughs> it's fine." He's like, "Can I pretend to confuse the two of you later, and we swap?" I mean, they barely know each other, so it won't be that mysterious. <laughs> I feel like those names—they've literally never spoken before this part. I think. I feel like those names weren't invented for this book. No, no, they were they they were characters in the other one. But they're like this other people in the classroom where it's like, and Parvati got splashed with green shit because yeah. Ron's wand was broken. It's not, it's not like they hang out. She's they they have been side characters for the previous books. Yeah, there's other names. So he takes them, and this is part where, uh, a part where the movie was actually really funny. You ever in the movie version of this, where Harry and Ron are just like eagerly like looking at what other people are doing, and he's totally ignoring their dates, and the two girls are sitting there as everyone else is dancing. Yeah, I mean that kind of happens in the book too. It's true. It's but not as comedic. It's more just like, oh, this is so true. uncomfortable. But they do that thing that as every... middle school dances are. Oh, true. So totally accurate. But they're doing the thing in the movie that every uh, impatient woman in my life has ever done, where they just cross their leg, but that leg is bouncing aggressively, like like tapping your foot, but it's floating in the air, and you can see like, oh, oh, that's like the pendulum of my death. Yeah. Swimming. <laughs> 
And I just thought that was really funny because I remember the many, many awkward exchanges I've had with women. In the day. Virtually all the ones I've had. Uh, and I thought it was funny. But also, the big reveal of this party is that Victor is oh, trying yeah. to smash Hermione. Indeed, because didn't Ron ask Hermione? Oh, she said, she, yeah, Ron asked her out. Like, he's like, oh, let's just go together. But he, but she's he, like, fuck you, I'm going with someone else, you dick. You waited too long or something like that. Yeah. And now he's in the friend zone. Because she's with Victor Crumb, the fucking retarded guy. And he's like, Victor, come. <laughs> <laughs> and he can't say her name. Hermione, right? He, he keeps saying, he's like, tries like, no, it's like this. It's like, Hermione? Like, no, it's like this. Like, Hermione. Hermione. Okay, this, this is something I'm very, very excited to try, by the way. Yeah, Ron's in the friend zone, which is really And then funny. after the dance, he, she yells at him. I was like, you shouldn't wait. You shouldn't wait till I'm the last choice. And Ron's like, I don't get it. And Harry's like, you dumb bitch. Even when Harry's telling you you're stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So this is called the friend zone, and this is from, uh, I think they're in the Bronx, this brewery? Gun Hill, uh, Bronx, yeah. And just read the description, because I tried to remember the words, but I Imperial already forgot Imperial tiramisu-style ale. Okay, that's not a, a pastry-style ale with vanilla and coffee. That sounds so, it's so tiramisu cool. Beer. Wait, vanilla and coffee, but it's not a stout? That's interesting. Yeah, it is a golden color. Yeah, I thought it was going to be an IPA. I don't know what to expect. Ooh, smell that. Ooh, it smells like coffee. Smell, but it's like a bready pastry kind of smell to it. Yeah. Not, not as coffee-ish as like a coffee stout usually smells. I love this. This is a dessert beer. It's all yours. Enjoy it. Yeah, you don't like it? It's okay. I mean, I don't like coffee. I don't taste coffee. I mean, it tastes it's, tiramisu. Yeah, I don't, it's, it's I don't a, either. It's a very coffee smell and like a slight aftertaste. It's not, it doesn't taste like coffee at all. Well, tiramisu, coffee is a constituent part of tiramisu. Yeah, yeah certainly. It's, it is a very accurate beer representation of a tiramisu. I, maybe my taste buds have just lost all their subtlety, but I don't really taste any tiramisu. Tiramisu and just tastes like coffee, though. I don't like this. Tiramisu also has like a... Uh, the custardy lady clung, fingers, the, well, lady fingers. Those, are soaked, those are soaked in uh, coffee usually. So then they have, they have the second event after, after Ron and Hermione have their awkward exchange. Where it's very clear to the reader that she likes Ron. And she's trying to make him jealous. I have been told I need to speak about this part is that originally J.K. Rowling was going to hook up Hermione and Harry because that's the obvious choice. But a lot of the readers were like, they should get Hermione and Ron together. And she apparently took that into consideration and changed her mind. Well, because then... Because there was this gap between this book and the other books, and she had time for feedback, I guess. Well, she kind of also set the stage, though, in book two with, with uh, Jizzy, whatever her name is, Ron's little sister, Ginny. Oh, Ginny. Ginny, whatever her name is. Ginny yeah. He, that's who Harry ends up with at the yes. end. Yes. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's possible that... Well, in this kind of series, obviously Harry can't end up with anyone who's not a main character, and there were only two female characters that have more than a line... In the books, unless Ginny is barely a character well, until like book six. Well, she's a big part of book two, and Harry saves her, so oh, yeah. there's like a little bond there. Unless you know, uh, Professor McGonagall was going to go all Mary Kay Latorno on uh, Harry and you start never, fucking him, dude. Magic. She could use a de aging potion, <laughs> de wrinkling spell. Though, didn't I? Th- I thought I read after the last book was out that once she did actually regret having her, uh, Ron and Hermione the couple like she actually thought it should have been harry and hermione but there's tension between hermione and ron the whole series starting earlier in the books too yeah well they're they're just you know it's harry and his two friends so you know it makes sense for them but it also makes sense since like the whole world revolves around harry for that to be the thing that draws ron and hermione together but hermione's smart and she knows harry's a fucking idiot ron's even dumber 
Yeah, but he's at least not going to get caught he's up. Poor. He's not going to get caught up in this unless he's hanging out with Harry. So, that's true. I don't know. <laughs> it's like he's cool, but you know he's complicated. He's always getting into these death adventures, and I just can't deal with that shit. Anyway, they go to the dance. They have a problem, and there's also throughout this whole thing. Didn't really talk about it. Fucking Rita the douchebag Skeeter. The writer for uh, the the Prophet? No, she writes for like the, the Rag magazine. Um, I think it's no, it's, it's only the one tabloid. newspaper. Is the, it's the Daily Prophet is that what it is? is, is yeah. She just has like a tabloid yeah, it's, shitty I think section. There's only the one newspaper. I think, right. I think it is the Prophet. Well, she she's a Texas tabloid writer, and she's writing flat out bullshit about the Triwizard Tournament, about Harry, about all the characters in the book, and she's fake newsing them, big time. Uh, and and her mind is like that bitch. And like she's gonna figure her out. She, she's also getting information. She, in addition to like all the crazy shit she's making up, she's getting information she shouldn't have. Yeah, like, where it's just like a private conversation Hermione has with Ron or something like that in a room somewhere. Yeah, like, how does this one found out? Is there another fucking rat? Like Hermione rat. has a series of her own subplots in this. And the other one we we talked about earlier was with the elves, and it becomes like an elf spew liberation movement. Yeah, she's the Che Guevara of elves. She's like, <laughs> I will free you. Of house elves. She yeah. wants to get the... It was, uh, I forgot what, this, what Spew stood for. Society for the Prevention of Elf. It's Elvish Warfare, though. Is the, it's, it's something stupid. Welfare? Oh, welfare, maybe? Maybe it's welfare. Something I don't know why I thought warfare. warfare. Yeah, yeah that, makes more, that makes a million percent more sense. Yeah, if you were going to war, she would want them to have workers' rights. <laughs> anyway, that <laughs> whole thing paid. was very stupid. And even the elves were all just like, yeah, we don't want any part of this, dude. We she, like being slaves. Please, please make us slaves. Yeah. She's like, you're all too stupid to know what you want. Like, That's condescending, Hermione. Typical East Coast elite that Hermione is. You're going to white savior us? No one's what's <laughs> best for everybody else. And the elders are like, no, no, we, we really just want to toil and make food for rich British except, children. Except Dobby. Well, he wants to do it too. He just also wants to get a nickel every now and then for it. Yeah. And get to wear a tea cozy on his head. Yes. And also help out Harry Potter, his best friend. Plus, Harry got him freed. Well, because Dob- Dobby was owned by a prick owner. Most of the other owners seem to treat the elves just kind of indifferently. Well, the Malfoys were the worst. They are. In every, they're completely without any good qualities whatsoever, all of them. Yes. They're somewhat, it's comically evil. Yeah, well, that's one criticism I guess you can make of the books, right, is that it's a little... Most of the characters are pretty two-dimensional, yeah. yeah. Towards the end of the book, there's a little more depth yes, introduced. Yes, certainly. And maybe that's... I mean, I mean, as they grow. Yeah, it makes sense. And as the readers grow, right? I mean, yeah. If you start reading... I mean, I, by the time the last book came out, I was a college student. I started reading as a middle schooler. The later books are definitely more adult than the earlier books. So like, I don't... And just in terms of style, characters, and violence, and they mm-hmm. curse more. They curse. They say, like, bitch once. Well, I mean, he says, like, Harry cursed. They don't actually say the curse. But like, oh, they cursed. Yeah. But they just act... They actually get older. Right. That's true. But I think if you were reading this now, like if you're, uh, uh, if I was a middle schooler and I had all seven books avail- to, available to me, I don't know what I would have made of the later ones. Book four, I probably would have been able to handle because I read it in at the essentially eighth grade. I could have handled it in seventh grade, I'm sure. Yeah. Five, six, and seven are, are much different. And we'll, we'll eventually get to those. Eventually. So then there's a second event and Harry realizes, oh, he doesn't realize, uh, Cedric helps him out. Since he told Cedric that it was dragons the first time, mm. Cedric decides to do him a solid and tell him, Go listen to the egg in the bath with that weird ghost that watches you masturbate. He's <laughs> if you're gonna do, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a solid. Let me go to the bathroom. <laughs> so he goes and moaning Myrtle is there, and she's like, "Oh, that fucking stupid thing again." You I guys watched, suck. I, I watched that guy listen to the egg for a long time. It was great. Like this is really creepy. This ghost is just watching them all take baths and masturbating. <laughs> You can't escape from Peter Pettigrew's uh, legacy of someone watching There's you. There's always stroke some it. creeper somewhere. And so he realized you have to put the egg underwater, and then you'll... And then you'll hear a magic poem. 
And it's from the fucking stupid mer people that live in the lake. They live apparently the lake is full of mer people. And like you will lose something that you value is it that you love or yeah, important to you. Something the most important thing to you or whatever the fuck. But it's rhymes, so it's you know more creative. So they're like, What could that be? What are they gonna take away from me? And Harry's like, I gotta find a way to breathe underwater and he can't figure it out and he falls asleep. <laughs> Cause he blows. Yeah, because he's a shit wizard. And, and then his, his whole plan in the morning was, oh, God, I'm late. I'm just going to wing it. It's worked the last three years. Yeah. But, of course, Davi shows up and says, hey, take this gillyweed. It'll make you grow gills, literally. That's this why they call it that. Magic shit thank that God I, I was, have. Thank God I was here. I woke you up on time for the event and gave you the answer to it. Okay, maybe I'm confused about something. In the movie. In the movie, it's Neville. It, okay, that's what I was going to say. Because, because they cut out the whole elf thing from this from the movie oh, entirely. Dobby's not even in it. So the fact so that it was Neville, Neville. Neville makes it better, yeah. Yeah. Neville is one like, you can try gillyweed. <laughs> 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 yeah. But it, it's, just, it's the exact same thing, different character. I was also confused. Like, eh, what? All right, I guess. So then he eats the gillyweed and he goes down to swim. And they all swim at the same time. And then he gets down there and the mer people are like, hey, man. Don't fuck with us. Because they have... And this is really fucked up of the school. Yes. they For each character in the event, they've taken a very... Like, their closest friend... I've kidnapped them. And put them under a spell where they could just they live underwater. Sleep. And they're unconscious at the bottom of the lake. <laughs> and you have to save them. Good luck. And it's a Flora Delacour's sister. Is Victor Crumb up to save Hermione? Yeah, you guys yeah. save Hermione. And then who is Cedric Diggory? Is this... I Cedric Cho. Oh, right. Um, and then Harry's got to save Ron, the only guy there. You know, he's like, oh, you just got the this only, ginger freak. <laughs> the only male damsel in distress. Yeah. <laughs> Perpetual sidekick, Ron. But he, but he like, hangs out there to try and rescue the others because someone else doesn't come for their kid. I think... Uh, it's, it's Cedric, right? Doesn't he save no, Hermione? Oh, Victor doesn't come. Oh, Victor, until, Victor's Victor, He's trying to yeah. save Hermione, and Victor comes, and he looks like half a shark because his, his spell didn't go quite right. So he's like... Shark man. <laughs> and he like tries to chew through the ropes, but his shark face doesn't hit the right angle, so they have to work together. And so when they all win, they're like, Harry, you get some good bonus points because the mer people told us you're a pretty cool dude. Which, well, because he kind of saved, or at least saved kind of two of them. Yes, he stayed behind because he was worried about the others. Right, he didn't understand that the school was just fucking with you. We're not actually going to kill those kids. Like, they all consented. <laughs> Though he, you know, he had every reason to believe that terrible shit would happen. Well, they told him, oh, like, in the beginning, it's like, yo, people die in this shit every time. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, that sucks. I'm, You're I'm, gonna lose I'm a thing, tiny child. The thing that's most valuable to you is going to disappear. And he's like, shit, I kind of I like Hermione a little bit. You know, the thing with Cho doesn't work out. No. <laughs> <laughs> so they give him extra points for that. And this is the one thing that Harry has throughout the whole series that he's, know, he's such a good dude. He's he always wants to be the hero and he wants to do the right thing and help everybody. But it, you know his his good heart always prevails. Yeah, over his shitty magic. Yes, his he always brain. through some dumb stroke of luck and him just being a great dude. It works out for him. Which you know that's the, the like the moral you're supposed to learn as a kid. Like do the right thing and people will recognize it. Which never happens in real life. Yeah, you you would just lose the contest. I'm like, oh, sorry. The better looking, smarmier guy beat you again. <laughs> So we've got like a bunch more plot till we get to these next two. Beers. Yeah, we got to burn is through because the last two beers have to do with the very ending of the book. Is, <laughs> yeah. I mean, is there a lot of plot aside uh, from yes. the tournament? Well, yes. Uh, well, besides well, the tournament, no. But there's a lot of stuff that happens in the tournament well, because then okay, there's only one more event. Fast the forward. There's another event, but then there's what happens after the. Yeah, it's a we, hedge maze. Sure. Yeah, okay. Well, you know what? One of these works for that, and one of them works for that. Sure. Anyway, so uh, there's the third event, which is a maze. Jimmy has lice, and uh, though this sounds like the actually like stupidest event. It's just a maze. maze. But it's full, of, it's full of scary things. Magic shit. Like a yeah. sphinx. 
I guess. Sphincter. There's nothing more magic than riddles. Well, you know what? Going to Tolkien, riddles are a big part of the fantasy world. Yeah, sure. I forgot. Oh, it's spider, right? That's what the riddle was? That's the answer yeah. to the riddle. I forgot what the riddle was. Eh, it's just the thing that like, you put a bunch of sounds together and you get spider. Yeah, it wasn't even actually a very good riddle. So they, they, They're in the hedge maze. Yeah, and they're all running around doing and, their stuff. And people are getting shit. taken out. Well, they're, they're taking know. each other out. because they. Well, it seems like they are. It seems like they're taking mm. each other out, but they're not. But also, like, I, I didn't understand. People are watching. What are they seeing? You know, like... Well, they're being controlled, so it looks like they're doing it. It looks uh, like it looks like Victor is torturing the French chick or whatever, or someone... Or torturing Cedric, and Harry knocks him out because he's being evil, and he's like, oh, no, and here you go. And something, something else happens to Floor. She, they find her unconscious, like, oh, we got to get her out of here, and they get her out of there with the magic sparks to summon the summoners. And then he and Cedric arrive at the, the wizard cup in the middle at the same time, and they're like... No, dude, you take it. Like, no, dude, you take it. Like, let's take it together. Yeah, you take it. No, you the take it. The power of no, friendship. So they all get to the thing at the end, and they're like, fuck, let's do it together. And they both touch it, and holy shit, it's a port key. Oh. They've been tricked. I mean, it's not quite a, it's not that tasteful, but this is the closest we're going to, oh, fuck, this is the closest we're going to get. This is Common Roots Blueberry Tasteful Deception. <laughs> An American Wild Ale. Though this deception was not tasteful, because something really bad happens. Really bad. Whoops. Okay. This is when this is when Harry Potter becomes a different kind of book. Kind of does, yeah. This, this is was, like, oh, this, was this very took dark. a turn. Yeah. So they get there. Uh, they, it's a port key. They don't realize, and they're in a fucking cemetery, and Lincoln's son's ghost is there. <laughs> and a guy with a huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to die. This is a terrible place. <laughs> and so they see um, Peter Pettigrew. And he's got, like, a whole bunch of wizard shit set up. Like, a big pot, a cauldron. I'm, I'm happy that, after all this stuff, they still use a big cauldron, like in all the old-timey things, to do spooky magic. This is a blueberry American wild ale. Not as wild as I thought it was going to be. Well, by wild, is that where the sour... Yeah, totally, the tartness But it from. is not nearly as tart as I was expecting. I thought this was going to be, it's like... It's not nearly as blueberry, oh. either. Which I'm okay with. Blueberry's a tough flavor in beers. Never really comes through very it, much. It should only exist in pie and dessert form. It's not really that good in other places. I like this. This is actually really. I was. I was. It's tasteful. Really expecting something horrifying. Honestly, I, th- I just because I, yeah. I don't really like wild ales. This is pretty good. It is. It, it, it's okay. If I saw this, I would assume that it is not something I would ever want. But uh, it's, it's all right. Not really my. Nor mine either. It has, it has kind of a weird. It's a weird aftertaste. I think that's really I think it's the, dry. It's the bl- yeah, I think yeah. it's the blueberry also. Well, you can kind of get it. I think that might be the funky yeast that will eat everything, so there's not yeah. much sugar left over. Mm. But if you're actually if you're into sours and wild ales, you might be disappointed that this isn't wild and sour enough. You know, so Could be, yeah, you can like can't win perhaps. But I, I actually dig it. I, will I get it again? Probably not. Honestly, I'm impressed. I I really was expecting to for this to be the beer today when I was like, oh god, well uh, just the name. Why couldn't it be any other beer with this name? <laughs> but I really like this for you know for this style. Yeah, I'll give it that. Yeah. So they get to the cemetery, and then what happens? And then, so, uh, uh, what's the name? Ratface is there. Pettigrew, yeah. Pettigrew's there. a cauldron set up and shit. And then there's, like, with this, like... There's a creepy baby with baby. him. Yeah. There's a creepy baby with him. And the creepy baby's like, fucking kill the spare. Yeah, kill the spare. And they fucking ice Cedric right off the bat. And he's dead as shit. And then Harry shits his robes. Like, oh, so like They didn't even give him a chance. They did an ultimate bad guy thing where it's like, yeah, just kill it. 
just kill. Don't talk about things. Just kill him. <laughs> no, I expect you to die. <laughs> but then, but still, well, then they do the very predictable bad guy thing, which then they go and explain everything to Harry. Well, they could have killed have, him right they away. They have all too. kinds of prophecies. So anyway, well, they need him for part of it. That's true. Um, so anyway, Peter Pettigrew is like performing a spell, and the spell is going to be important. But doesn't he like rip one of his arms off? Or cuts something his hand like off. That? He cuts yeah, his cuts, cuts his, his right hand off, and he drops a baby in the cauldron, and then he puts Harry's blood in the cauldron also. And uh, uh, uh Voldemort's like dad's bone or something like a, like oh, a bone, yeah, cuts a bone of the parents. cemetery. Yeah. His dad's bone goes in. <laughs> so then he mixes that together, and that makes a human somehow. I mean, this is less science than Just like the Bible. <laughs> and then a fully rejuvenated Voldemort the man comes out. The snake man. Not to be confused with Portugal the band. <laughs> Voldemort the man. That's also Portugal the man. Is the name of the band? Yeah. Portugal the man, right. Portugal, so Portugal, the, man Portugal is the band. The man. Right. <laughs> Fucking pretentious hipsters. So then uh, Voldemort the man pops out of the thing and he's like, Hello, I'm back. How's it going? And he's a dick. And then he's like, tortures Harry, right? He does a little like... Oh, he tortures him for a while. And then he, like, summon, he summons all of his minions back. So he could yell at them. Yeah. yeah it's, like that, it's like that scene in, um, was it Downfall? Where like Hitler yells at all the people yeah. in the bunker. <laughs> oh like, yeah, we're, the one that all the memes were made from. Where they just like change the subtitles to be about other stuff. Like when Hitler gets banned from Xbox Live and shit yeah, like that. that does it pretty good, yeah. <laughs> Why are there now more than 150 Pokemon? I haven't even <laughs> caught the first original ones. <laughs> That's basically what happens. Voldemort's like, how's it going? And he's a dick. And then he's like, tortures Harry, right? He does a little like... Oh, he tortures him for a while. And then he, like, summon, he summons all of his minions back. So he could yell at them. Yeah. yeah it's, like that, it's like that scene in, um, was it Downfall? Where like Hitler yells at all the people yeah. in the bunker. <laughs> It's oh, like, yeah, we're, the one that all the memes were made from. Where they just, like, change the subtitles to be about other stuff. Like when Hitler gets banned from Xbox Live and shit yeah, like that. that does it pretty good, yeah. Why are there now more than 150 Pokemon? I haven't even <laughs> caught the first original ones. <laughs> That's basically what happens. Voldemort's like, you yeah. fucking have let me down. You suck. You are the worst helpers ever. And also, every bad kid at Slytherin, all of their parents are there. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. clear-cut. It's what's, what is his name? The, uh, the Malfoys the Malfoy. and the Crabs and the Goyles. And there's a mysterious hooded one from Hogwarts. And you kind of think it's Snape. Snape. But you're also, but then at the end, it sounds like, wait, maybe it wasn't really Snape. Because you can't quite they talk about the, They talk about the spy, but they don't know who it is. Yeah. So anyway, and then there's so this whole thing, Voldemort literally just yells at them. Like, you guys suck. You guys are the worst. I've been away for a few years and you let everything go to shit. Except for my one bolding, one-handed helper here. And he gives him a magic metal hand. He's like, oh, it's beautiful. But like, not right away. Like, he's writhing on the floor in pain. He's like, please, master, by hand. He's like, I'll in due time, slave. (laughs) I I haven't had my monologue. I haven't bitched them out (laughs) enough yet. I haven't had a monologue in a decade. And then he just like carelessly flicks his wand and a hand comes out of it. Like it, no effort from him. It's like a T-1000 hand. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> it's like Alex Mack. Ooh, yeah. That's a deep cut. <laughs> so he, again, the, the problem with the magic is like if you're good at magic in this world, you could do anything you want with a hand. You could just make a special liquid metal hand for well, they, somebody. They say, they say in the later ones where they're like if you're good enough, you can get away with like not saying the things out loud or doing stuff without wands. It's just a matter of like, are you good? But... But the education they get at Hogwarts, there's no connection between. Yeah, you know, it's all about you know. Some people are just better at shit. But it's it, but you think about the education is like 
it, all they learn in Harry Potter is how to write sentences, and they're like, and some people get so good they'll write Ulysses. Like, there's there's I mean, so much true of all school, but well, no, because some people then actually like go study and at college. Well, I mean, they they, they, don't, <laughs> sh- they don't show a lot of the adult world in this. So there there are like there's yeah. a whole ministry and all the shit around the whole earth, and they're all doing crazy shit. But it's just you know focused on Harry, the shittiest wizard in the world. True, but there's never mention of Wizard University, University of Fox. No, not necessarily. But I mean, like, you, like they, you, you take your test Online. and then you end up like going into different disciplines where you would continue to learn. It's more like apprenticeships, I guess. That's true. No one has their After PhD take, in magic. You take your newts, your newts. And, and your owls, <laughs> and your emus. <laughs> yes, your early elongated magic, magic <laughs> understanding university standardizations. <laughs> so then, uh, Harry, in the craziness of Voldemort just being a dick to his minions. Escapes. He grabs. The, he grabs the Cedric Diggory. No, no. He, he there's, yeah, there's he does, the whole like the whole magic face battle off. thing. Oh, the yeah, whole, like, yeah. Or Harry, Harry has. Wait, wait, this is like. Let like, us touch our tips, Voldemort. <laughs> I, I I kept thinking it was like it's like Ghostbusters when they're like oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they two, cross the, the streams. They cross the streams. The two streams are like fighting and each other. And all the ghosts come out of it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Harry in this book has not used Expelliarmus yet, and he is legally required to use it once per book. That's that's true because that's the third spell he knows. That Patronus and Achio. Yeah, and occasionally he'll say Lumos. Yeah. Those are the only spells he fucking knows. And they have the you know their their brother wands, like they're made from the same <laughs> thing, and they they're same, and they're from Fox's uh, Fox's tail, right? tail. How convenient, by the way. Oh yeah, that's right. So anyway, uh, so Voldemort for some reason has to like I'm gonna kill you now. I think that's what it was. Or, yeah. and then Harry's like, well, I better use my only spell I need to know on you right now. And so they do it, and the in the and the in the streams just meet. And, and there's sort of this intense like battle. It's, it's like a Dragon Ball fight where they're both like shooting energy out of their hands, and it's like oh, kind of leaning one way and then the other way, and just like meeting in the middle. And it's like I'm power them. <laughs> but then somehow like Harry's parents show up. It's because uh, that was the last spells that he cast from that wand where he killed Cedric, he killed that Muggle from the beginning of the book, and then he killed Harry's parents, and they all like, hey, we're here again. Mm-hmm. But but they're like, we'll protect you. You have time. Just, just get away. And so in the, when the ghosts are like, hey, man, we'll distract him. They're like, thanks, parents. And then they distract him. And that's when and so, Oh, and Cedric yeah. pops out also. And his ghost is like, hey, take just my body back. Don't leave it here with these weirdos. I think they'll fuck it. <laughs> God knows what they're going to do to it. <laughs> so then Harry jumps away and he grabs Cedric's dead body and doesn't fuck it. And then he grabs the portkey and goes back to the wizard maze. And everyone's like, this is the end of a fun game. Here's our winner. Uh-oh. That, ooh, ooh. Oh, Cedric's really tired from all the maze. <laughs> it was amazing. It was. And then Harry's like, Voldemort's back. I'm like, fucking stop saying the name, Harry. You're making everyone really uncomfortable. You're so callous about that. Yep. He killed Cedric. I'm like, bullshit, Harry. We know how much you wanted to just, you know, go out with that Asian girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like an episode of Dateline. We know what you did. I was like, thanks, Voldemort. Now I've got a shot. (laughs) Voldemort, that guy's cock blocking me all year. She'll be vulnerable now. (laughs) I'll have to to comfort her in her time of need. But then they're like, oh, fucking Harry, why do you always ruin things with your bringing the worst news ever? (laughs) And then they drag, well, Moody grabs him first, right? Moody grabs him and takes him back to the castle to like debrief him. He's like, let's talk about what happened here, kid. But then you find out it's not Moody at all. It was an imposter. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, God. Oh. Ooh. And this is Imposter Pilsner by Barrier. Why ever did you bring this, Nate? (laughs) 
So the real Moody has been like locked in a magical cage dungeon chest trunk, yeah. trunk all year, and a character we have not even mentioned yet on, on the mentioned Barty Crouch. Barty Crouch okay. to him. Barty Crouch has been basically who everyone thinks is dead has actually been alive and been out of prison. Has been pretending to be Barty Crouch Junior. Junior. Well, whatever thinks he's yeah. dead, they think he died yeah they thought in jail. he died, and but Bar- it was actually his mother. Anyway, that part was weird. They but, they they trans they polyjuiced him and snuck her in because she was dying of you know something like cancer or some shit. Something and, that magic and they, couldn't cure. Apparently. Yeah, they like snuck her in Wizard and a thing out. They trading places into them, except neither of them was Eddie Murphy. Uh, I think it's more <laughs> like the uh, Man in the Iron Mask. They did Man in the Iron Mask them, except neither of them or both of them are Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> and he polyjuiced his way as Mad Eye Moody all year. Which remember it was in the second book where the polyjuice potion was like a month long process to make. Yeah, and now just you just people well, make that shit all the time. This guy's just like he's been like he's it. been stocking up on it. Mm, also, the, the people making it. it were idiots. They were yeah, that's true. It's Harry, Ron, and her, the long suffering he, he just like kept him in this trunk and would just snip off chunks of his hair all year and just kept making and stocking it up. Okay, fire. And he had his magic eye. Yeah. Yes, he had the magic eye. So uh, he's been pretending he's been an imposter. What are you gonna get beer? Yeah. It's fine, Pilsner. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, kind of just. I'm not sure what it's posing as. It'd be funny if this was like a black ale, <laughs> and it was like super, like basic, like this. Did we have a black Pilsner once? I think we did. I think we had something called a black Pilsner. I can't remember what it was. That was a thousand beers ago. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is a great Pilsner for what it is. Good for the hot hot weather. Good for the summer times and shit. Just not my favorite thing. Yeah. I really like that cheat to win. I'm gonna get drinking that now. Yeah, that was good. So then, anyway, th- this is like basically the end of the book. But then, but then Harry's like, "Oh fuck! Now I'm in trouble because now the guy's like, oh, I'm gonna get you because he's a fucking Death Eater. He's working for Voldemort. I'm gonna capture you for the Dark Lord, and he's gonna love me, and he's gonna give me a sweet handy <laughs> with, with Pettigrew's hand. Yeah, with that sweet metal hand. Yeah, and then and then everybody busts in, and they and they give him truth serum, and then he fesses up. It's amazing how like everyone figures it out just about eight minutes too late. Every time. Every fucking time with the adult wizards. So Harry and Ron are dumb, but so is everybody else in this world, except for Hermione and Voldemort sometimes. Yeah, Voldemort does okay. He's pretty smart. He, the problem is he, he was a ghost idiots. and then a baby for the first four books, so he did pretty all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a very accomplished he, he baby. Made shit happen. He, he was a tumor in the first book. <laughs> he wasn't in the second book. It's not the tumor. Yeah. <laughs> in the third book, he was a ghost or like an idea, and in this book, he was a baby for most of it. Uh, and then they're like, oh, wait, I know what happened. And then they grill this guy, and they get to truth, and they clear Harry's name, basically. And then Cornelius Fudge is like, F- I don't believe it. Voldemort's not back. That's ridiculous. You're that, lying. That will never happen. You're, you're just trying to get attention. You're a little <laughs> dick kid. And then, well, though, in fact, we don't know about that. He then, it, he then has... <laughs> you never know who's going to get one. <laughs> <laughs> he then makes a... He then tells a Dementor execute... Barty Crouch essentially gives him the Dementor's kiss, which like takes your soul out or something, right? Yeah, you're left like just a husk. Which was the big thing at the end of the last book, uh, Azkaban. The Dementor's kiss is like the worst thing ever. It lowers its hood and sucks your sucks your dick so much. <laughs> there's nothing left of you. It sucks your soul out of your butthole. Like, oh my god, <laughs> it's very strange. And that's basically how it ends, right? And they're like, all right, summer vacation, kids. No, they have they have the uh, the final dinner again and they they don't have a winner of the cup they don't have a winner of the, the house cup 
and they say, hey, everyone, sorry, Cedric's dead. That really sucks. And, and Dumbledore tells all the students, no one's going to tell you this, but Voldemort is back, and he's a big piece of shit. Everyone's like, oh, that sucks. And Slytherin kids are like, whatever, man, it's going to be great. <laughs> and no one's like, that's not menacing. Why are we still having these kids here? They're clearly on his side. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Stop educating these children. They're repeating things they hear at home, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> like, they refuse to stand and applaud for Cedric or some shit. Oh, they, like, took a knee? <laughs> they just, they just, <laughs> they took a knee. Nice. And then, then the book ends, doesn't it? After and it's the, a big downer. They give him, like, a, they give him, like, a final toast, and everyone's still dead. He can't bring back from the dead. He can't bring him back, you know? They're just fucking dead. Magic can't do that. Except Voldemort. Well, because he wasn't really dead. Oh, he was an idea. He was a, part of his soul was split yeah. up to save it. We find that out. Yeah, much it later. all gets explained. That part I thought was actually really cool. All right. So, the book, certainly a much darker, heavier take in the turn it's of the literally series. Literally and metaphorically heavier, because it's a large book. It is the, uh, I'm not sure if it's the second or third longest book in the series. It's up there. 740 pages or so, I think, in the hardcover. It's a girthy tome. Girthy is the word, yeah. I think of the first of the first four, this is the best one. Agree, definitely. Because I mean, two is just really pretty shitty. It's just more, it's more mature. The one, the last, the Azkaban. I mean, that was fine, except I still have that criticism that you could never actually have figured out the mystery. You, it just sort of like falls upon you at the end when mm-hmm. they just reveal it, and it's like, well, it's not a mystery if you can't figure it out. But this one. Didn't really uh, have a mystery. Had had a couple of interesting surprises. The, the and the stuff about Voldemort at the end. That's like that came out of nowhere and was really awesome. So that totally made the book way better. Yeah, the only mystery in this you don't even realize is like who's manipulating the shit. Well, you know that like, who entered Harry's name. That's the mystery. And you find out it was Barty Crouch Jr. who was helping him cheat to win the entire time. Cheat to win. Yep. Call back. Yep. Which I've been sipping. You want more of it? I had some. I'm good. I do. It is very yummy. Um, yeah, he's been helping Harry win. So I think this beer wins both best name and best beer. Uh, I think I think it might be the I think it might be actually. Although Siren Song is pretty good too, so I still win again anyway. Friend Song yeah. Friend Zone is pretty funny. I think Friend Zone the name is funnier, but this is probably more appropriate, and it tastes better. Since mm. I don't want to drink a tiramisu beer. But so so Harry can only win when literally everyone around him helps him win. That's what the last three books were too. True. It was Harry stumbles into victory. Yeah, yeah, you can call it that. Harry Potter and the accidental win. (laughs) It's every book. (laughs) Fair enough. I liked it. I thought that at this point, reading it, like, whoa, this is like fucking dark and serious now. And I agree with what you're saying. The second book was, when I read the first three, the second book I thought was always the shittiest because it really accomplishes nothing. It just, I mean, until much later. Sophomore year is always awkward. But much later in the series, you find out there's some important shit in that book. But not right then. And you're just kind of, oh, this is just another wacky adventure at wizard school. And book mm-hmm. three pissed me off because I hate anything with time travel because it always falls apart under any scrutiny. Like, that just doesn't hold up logistically usually. So that bothered me. Mm-hmm. This one was just like, oh, fuck. It's like double crossing wizards and shit. This is kind of cool. And I'm down with it. Yeah. I'm down with the sickness. And then, um, wah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's other three more books in the series. I don't count the, the half. Cursed shitty child. Cursed child. That last one is cool because it sucks so much. We'll do an episode on it. It was the worst. I haven't read that one at all, so I don't know what it is at all. It's bad. It's it's uh, like wizard AIDS. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. It's worse really than bad. regular people AIDS. It's yeah. Magic AIDS. Magic AIDS. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't have anything on the point. We went through the plot. I liked it a lot. I think it I think it marks a big improvement in the series. And we'll certainly get the other ones when we can. So, tell us what you thought. 
send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at DrunkGuysBC. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Guys Book Club. And if you've listened this long, uh, please give us a review wherever you're listening. Uh, leave us a comment and just, you know, round up to five stars if you get a chance. It really helps us out big time. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.